It's a Friday, so you know we are back with another episode of Meet the CEO. Today, we will be talking to Charles Shaka, the Managing Director of 250 Startups. 250 Startups Incubator is a multi-partner tech incubation and acceleration hub, enabling tech startups to develop a proof of concept while also supporting operating startups to be investment ready through a tailored program. Charles Shaka joins us for this episode where he talks about Rwanda's tech and innovation scene and the work being done in Africa's fastest growing ecosystems. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Who is Charles Shaka? Uh, my name is Charles Shaka, and I'm the managing director. 250 startup, uh, which is a tech hub in Kigali, uh, supporting uh, tech entrepreneurs, you know, uh, from prototype stage and our incubation, but also help them to in, to accelerate their solution into different parts of the continent under our acceleration program. Talk to us about 250 startups. What was the motivation behind setting it up? The motivation behind 250 startup is way back we had many, you know, young people coming up with different innovative solution and uh, they work in K-Lab. Uh, way back, we had only a few hubs in Kigali. And after that, nothing. Uh, no one really by then was really supporting them. So we came to bridge that gap. So how do we support startup company with the, you know, uh, tech solution and they have the, um, the prototype and move them, you know, from prototype level to growth uh, stage. So we started this incubation program. Um, and, 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 and that really has been uh, the work we've been uh, doing and focusing on product development, looking at hardware and software solutions that people are coming up with, commercialization, go to market strategy at the beginning. But the most important thing also we used to, we, we used and we are actually uh, doing until now is uh, the legal component of the company. And uh, uh, but also uh, the finance part and the, the idea is really helping them to build a business plan, trying to answer questions of these um, investors uh, that are coming in and they like, want to look at your business plan, want to look at your numbers. And these are young people, you know, uh, that's one of the channels we have on the continent that are coming up with solution. And when you look at it, they don't have all these skills that actually are needed uh, to push this company um, uh, forward. So, that's the motive uh, behind. You combined both the work of an incubator and an accelerator hub. Why was it important that you do both? We started with that incubation for almost two to three years. And then afterwards, we realized um, after giving all those services and then what, you know, uh, by then in Kigali, River alone now, the, the ecosystem is really growing at a high rate. You know, uh, when you look at before the last five years. Uh, and then we had incubation and then on accelerator program after you no one is really supporting these people. But also under our accelerator program, it's really tailored at the needs of the startup company. Different with incubation where we know this person has a prototype and needs a couple of um, couple of, um, uh, of of services, as I mentioned before. And um, when you look at uh, the, the accelerator program, it's really tailored to the need, as I mentioned. And uh, looking at, uh, you know, we have the diagnostic tool uh, where we really assess what exactly uh, the company is struggling with. And that's where we jump in. And uh, we thought it's very important to have both in, in order really to, you know, I normally borrow the word in agriculture, the value chain. So we have someone supporting them on ideation stage, which is scale up here in Kigali. And we have 250 startup on incubation program, but who supports uh, an accelerator program. 
and how do we, and we have been on accelerator program actually uh, implementing different uh, uh, programs from different even hubs around here in Kigali and beyond. The Rwanda tech and innovation scene has been eliminated as one to look out for. How are you coping with the speed of innovation and tech startups coming up and how are you also strategizing 250 startups to be part of this innovation movement? You know, Kigali is, is growing, as I mentioned, at a high rate. And how to cope up is very, you know, it's, it's a real work for me uh, as, 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 as a managing director for the hub. Uh, but also when you look at uh, uh, different uh, hubs that have come in and set up uh, the headquarters for Africa, like Nosken, for East Africa and other other hubs that are really in Kigali. So that means uh, in terms of two fifty startup, we really need to strategize and make sure that you know we keep at the top of our game in terms of supporting these innovators. Now it's not um we, we need to support people on incubation level, but the biggest question is how do we support uh these startup companies to scale into other other markets? That's 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 the movement. That's 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 one of the are the biggest strategies that we really need to come up. And it's not only from the 250s, but also even other hubs. And we're trying to come up with a, a network of, uh, of hubs so that we can actually work on this uh, uh, collectively. One of the biggest hurdles that comes out of the industry is the scale portion of business. What is the most feasible way for startups to deal with this? When you look at uh, one of the biggest challenges uh, and, and the biggest hurdles when it comes to uh, the industry we are in, when it comes to the startup companies in terms of upscaling, I mean, scaling their, their solution into um, other markets. Let's, let's take an example of Rwanda. Rwanda has, uh, you know, 13 to 14 million, the last uh, population census. Uh, that means when you look at the markets and when you think of, you know, uh, think of the purchasing power and all that. But the biggest problem is not purchasing power. It's the biggest problem is the access to market. The market, think of all the solution we have in this. So you cannot create the solution uh, that is going to stay on here. So one of the biggest challenges for startup founders um, and even us that are supporting this company, how best how do we going to really solve this problem to support these companies into scaling into other uh, other markets? And uh, we have started different initiatives that probably discuss next time, but um, in details. But when you look at uh, this initiative, we aim to make sure that uh, um, it, we can really support these people to to scale. And the best way for these companies really is to make sure that they have the product that is actually scalable, the product market fit must be uh, something that a founder must be having to be able to think of how feasible, to look at the feasibility of how to scale this solution uh, into other markets, but also how user-friendly is this technology. If you say, for example, you're coming up with a tech solution, how is it uh, really friendly into other markets? So deep research, one of the biggest challenges we have within the continent is we don't have um, R&D, research and development centers that are really gives these details when someone is trying to come up. So that's a task for the founder that I need to make sure that, you know, look at those numbers, looking at the, 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 the solution they're actually coming up with, make sure that you can really, you know, close uh, the border at the end of the day. The issue of burnout in founders and CEOs. How do you help CEOs keep pushing past the burnout and what feels like stagnation? Um, when you look at the burnout for founders and the CEOs and what really makes this job really challenging is we, uh, the youngest continent, um, you know, when you look at it, meaning we have young founders that are coming up with uh, um, with, with different solutions, different innovations, but they have no. Some, sometimes you meet a founder and they, you know, hey guy, what 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 
what I'm trying to come up with and tells you a few lines, uh, you know, in terms of the description of the company, but the depth, you know, the details of the company feel like he doesn't know the, the idea. So, and it's our work as, uh, you know, uh, not, not only the, the, the hubs managers uh, in working with the founders to make sure that the founder really understand because we have the youngest, uh, the young people really coming up with this uh, solution in any sector when you look at it. Uh, which is really, you know, um, challenging when uh, in moving forward uh, with, um, with supporting startup companies because it's our job. What are the challenges you have encountered? In terms of the challenges we encounter uh, in this business of supporting startup companies and growing business that are actually solving generational or continental problems, um, one of it is um, when you're going to scale, you think of, uh, you know, closing the border and... Uh, uh, the question, the requirement there are insane uh, at some point. You know, you're crossing, going to different, you know, cross uh, country and you ask the visa and they're like, what? I'm, I mean, still in Africa and this visa is, is also, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not automatic that you're going to have it, you know. And these are the challenges that we have faced in terms of the scaling, but also in terms of, uh, you know, African uh, angel investors really don't have many. And, and this is a challenge because uh, that's why, uh, Africa has been uh, in, um, really uh, people mentioning, you know, in different parts of the, the, the world that Africa is, there is too much risk, you know, to invest in business. Uh, and how do you reduce that risk is when you have the local uh, angel investors and, and uh, you know, the, the investors that can invest in your startup company. Because investors, they invest where other investors, they are invested. Uh, what does that mean? Um, that it's a challenge that's, we need to have more people. And I've seen in Africa, every person that has money thinking of investing in real estate, and this is a joke we keep uh, talking about, but it's a serious problem. We need to see investors that are actually investing in our startup company. But the last five years, it was the biggest challenge. But now, you know, uh, things are changing. We have seen a few investors that are coming up uh, from a different uh, continent. Nigeria, we've seen the Catalyst Fund that is coming in actually to, uh, to, 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 uh, to, to, to invest in startup companies. And uh, even in Rwanda, we've seen we have angel investors that are actually coming up and even other countries uh, to mention, but few. So, but it has, it, it, it's still, it's a, it's a challenge because the startup company we have, uh, we don't have enough money uh, to, to, for, from these investors. Um, and then another thing that uh, it has been really the challenge in terms of the policies, uh, where you find that Rwanda probably has good policies in terms of startup company and setting up a business in six hours and all that. And also the environment is conducive, um, but also being Kigali is small, so you can easily move around when you're doing the market research for your companies. And even the government institution, you can reach them closely. But think of closing the border, going into other markets. It's challenging. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a hassle. Changes you'd like to see in your industry? I'm looking forward to see to see more investors coming in on, on board, uh, to see uh, more policies that are actually favorable for, for, for favoring our startup companies, which can really easy our work at the end of the day. But not only one country, even other many other African countries having the same policies. Uh, this African uh, continental free trade that I've seen uh, that was signed how do we put it in an action? You know, in reality, we see things happening. Our goods are crossing the border, the mobility, you know, of everything really becoming it easier. Where do you see Shaka in the next five years? I'd rather see my organization uh, because I'm behind this organization. And uh, um, if, 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 where do I see <laughs> Charles? 
another C250 startup in the next five years. In the next five years, I'm looking at, uh, you know, creating a, a, um, a startup company that are, can, are scalable. Uh, we have a unicorn company, more unicorn, public unicorn company here in Kigali because we don't have, we don't have any here. Uh, it, it's quite ambitious, but, uh, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, that's something that really uh, would want to to have but also when you look at uh, you know the number of uh, this unemployment that is actually increasing on the continent because of the population how do we see uh, these startup companies creating more jobs and uh, we solve this problem of unemployment uh, at the end of the day but the another important thing that people actually don't uh, talk about is how we are changing even how institutions are working in terms that the institutions are becoming innovative because the impact, there's direct one and then indirect one in terms of this corporate institution that we really have. Because of most startup company coming up with different uh, tech solution, we have seen even the corporate companies, you know, uh, coming out and they are also trying to innovate. Otherwise, the competition is really, really, really uh, a serious um, challenge within the ecosystem, which makes us really having, uh, you know, good service in different institutions, uh, good service in, in, in government institutions, because also we need to have the, you know, uh, mindset change um, in terms of even the, our workplace. We need to be innovative. It's not only that you come up with a tech solution and then a product or service that you sell. No, no, even the way we work. And things are really improving. I remember way back when we were talking about prototype and youth really don't understand what it means, you know. But as of now, we more walk around, you talk about innovation, starting a company and all that. You know, people are aware, I mean, I mean and those, those changes, those are the things that are, you know, in the next five years, we are looking forward to see them happening, uh, not only in Rwanda, but also on the continent um, as well. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The annual inflation rate in Zambia rose to 9.6% in February of 2023 from a near 3.5 year low of 9.4% in the previous month on the back of a weaker kwacha. Food price growth was steady while non-food prices accelerated, driven by rising fuel and charcoal prices. On a monthly basis, consumer prices advanced by 1.9% in February after increasing by 2.1% in the prior month. The Central Bank of Botswana held its benchmark interest rate steady at 2.65% during its February 22nd, 23rd, 2023 meeting amid expectations of receding inflationary pressures. Botswana's consumer inflation fell sharply to a 13-month low of 9.3% on year-on-year in January of 2023 from a 12.4% in December, but it is still far below the Central Bank's 3-6% to preferred bond. Governor Moses Pelaelo said the inflation should trend downwards in Botswana and revert to within the objective range of 3 to 6% in the second quarter of 2024, attributing the predicted fall to an expected reduction in domestic fuel prices and international commodity prices. He added that Botswana's economy is projected to grow at 4% in 2023, down from 6.7% in 2022. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With Adon.